like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. If you tuned in last week, you may have expected to hear this grand finale of Song of Soul highlights from 2017, but I chose to insert a visit with Mother Banjo, Ellen Stanley, as she was just about at the deadline for her Kickstarter campaign to put out a new album. In the ensuing week, I'm happy to say she went over the top, but you can still help out if you follow the link from org, and there are still rewards for donors, in addition to priming the pump for more of her great music. But we are now freed to return to the last four months of 2017 and pick and choose some glimpses into the musical buffet that you ingest orally, that is by ear, on Song of the Soul. We've got six samples from the period and will range well in terms of both style and location and spiritual bent. We'll be visiting with a Canadian man who has embraced the Koran, a New York State woman with riding on the Western Range on her mind, and a Buffalo resident who raps and hip-hops his way to universal affirmation. We'll start off with an excerpt from the September visit with Heidi Kaliani in a small town over in Nova Scotia. What better place to find awesome kirtan music, that is, Hindu-Indian devotional singing. But first, I wanted to know what got Heidi to the depths of spirit she exhibits so much in her music. Yeah, Heidi, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the specifics of spirituality. One of the things for me, and you just touched it as you were speaking, is that I don't like observer spirituality. I mean, it's not that it doesn't touch me ever, and it's not that I don't think it's good, but that for me, participatory spirituality is where it's at. How did you grow up spiritually, and how has this formed in your life, your spirituality? Where did it take you? I think for me, spirituality has always been deeply personal. I did not grow up in a specific tradition. It was not even really talked about or discussed as far as I remember. So it's something that developed in me. I mentioned already about being in the backseat of the car and singing away and, and feeling like I was connected to something larger than just my family and that automobile and those urban areas that I was driving through, that there was something bigger. And so that, I think, is probably where my spirituality first developed was in that solitude. I also spent, around the same time, I spent a whole summer on a swing in the backyard of my house. And I literally spent most of the summer there, as I recall. I was writing poetry and I was writing songs and I was contemplating and meditating. I didn't call it any of that then because I was nine. 
But when I look back on it, I think that's what was happening. And so it was a way for me to connect with spirit in my own way. And at the time, I didn't have a community. I didn't know that there were other people who believed these things, who made these kinds of connections or who craved this kind of experience. And so I made do doing it alone. And probably, even though, again, this wasn't conscious, joining that dance circle a few years later was maybe one of my first tastes of that community aspect. And that's something that has really stayed with me through the gamelan, through our orchestra and the dance circles that I lead, and now also with kirtan. So a couple of years ago, I got very involved with singing and, and leading kirtan, and that has been very transformative for me because, again, that's, it's very participatory, as you were saying. It's very powerful for me to sing with other folks, to really be connected in that way through song in a very active way. Did you go right away to being a kirtan leader, or were you groomed for this with other local kirtan leaders? Well, it's Wolfville, and um, sometimes, you know, if we want to make things happen, we just have to kind of jump out the window and make it happen. (laughs) So uh, a little bit of both. Certainly, I was taking some vocal lessons with my good friend Sahara Nasser, who's much more experienced with kirtan than I am, and she's a fabulous vocalist and a fabulous teacher, so that really helped. And there are some groups in a nearby city, in Halifax, so I was able to go and join with them. But no, it's been a community evolution. We've been learning about this together. And Kirtan comes out of India. One of the first places I think that I heard about it was on a Beatles album. Right. I think George Harrison was the one who was most strongly influenced by it out of the Beatles, although they all did their India trip and learned that. Where did you get your first exposure? Probably the same place. (laughs) Thank you, George. (laughs) So you'd like to share some of that, I'm pretty sure. I would love to. Maybe we could start with the track called Shakti Devi Ki Jai. So this is a celebration of the divine feminine, that creative power, uh, or celebration of the divine mother. And this is a call and answer. So you'll hear me do the calls and then the group answers back. So we'll just dive right into Shakti Devi. This is Heidi Kalyani and the group she's part of, as founder of, heartswideopen.ca is the website. Shakti Devi. Shakti Devi Ki Jai Bolo Shakti Devi Ki Jai Shakti Devi Ki Jai Bolo Shakti Devi Ki Jai Shakti Devi Ki Jai Bolo Shakti Devi Ki Jai Shakti Devi Ki Jai Shakti Devi Ki Jai Bolo Shakti Devi 
experience the kind of heart opening that most of us get when we are in the presence of kirtan, the call and response that you heard in Shakti Devi, performed by Heidi Kaliani for her Song of the Soul, with the Heart Wide Open Project. There's much more ground covered in the interview with Heidi Kaliani on northernspiritradio.org, including the spelling out of the Heart Wide Open Project which is not performing, I misspoke there, but a more integrated communal activity. From Woofsville, Nova Scotia, we're going to travel west and south to Chicago, Illinois, to connect up with Laura Joy. I had a great time talking with her in October of 2017, before the winter arrived. That's especially significant to someone like Laura, who's lived much of her life in Phoenix, and is much less adapted to the Midwest midwinter which is named one of her songs, but not the one that we're going to listen to here today. Before I invited her to share an incredibly danceable song, I wanted to get some of the background on her amazing Tame the Savage Beast abilities, so I asked Laura Joy. There are some comments about you that I found various places on your website or on CD Baby where people can get some of your recordings. And I wonder if they come from you or if someone else attributed them to you. I'd like you to weigh in on this. One of them is that Laura Joy has been known to quell dark, angry bars full of ornery old Irishmen. I'm just wondering if that's an actual event that you can point to or where that comes from. It was an actual event in New York City. It was the first time I think I played an open mic in New York City. And there was a brawl that broke out. One of them literally landed on my foot. I was terrified and, you know, in hindsight, found it to be really funny. So I just said (laughs) that. And I found myself over the years singing in a lot of what I would call inappropriate venues in terms of my style versus the surroundings. And it always amazed me that one performance of Stevie Nicks' Landslide would get all these rowdy drunk, angry men to quiet down and actually listen. (laughs) So that's where that came from. And on CD Baby, I saw another comment. It says, acoustic folk capable of calming bloodthirsty wolverines, given that the ornery old Irishman is a real event. So when were you hanging out with bloodthirsty wolverines? Oh, I don't know. I don't even remember where that one, is that still up there? (laughs) But yeah, I did have a friend tell me, that she would listen to me while driving because it would soothe her road rage. So I just sort of took that and went with it. I've had a number of people tell me that they listen to me while they're cleaning the house or driving or doing something frustrating because it grounds them. And I feel like that is my ultimate purpose. What I'm trying to do is just calm people down. And I think that's a service that is needed as well. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for performing that service. And I'd like to ask of you another service. Would you share another song for your Song of the Soul? Sure. Let's do Takes a While. Sure, we can. It was on your release, Between Our Words. Why is that coming in here? What does this song mean for you? It's hard for me not to dance to this song. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow maybe you can do that because you don't believe you can dance. But this is good stuff. Why does it come into your Song of the Soul? Because it's my best song. One of my best songs that makes everyone happy and dancing, and I can play it at a gig where I'm expected only to play covers and people don't have a problem with it. (laughs) (laughs) It was another one where I had another songwriter. A lot of my songs, I really actually like having a little seed to work with for my music, and this one was the phrase, are these actual miles? And I kind of wound this concept of life taking a while, but moving fast and slow. You know, everyone's experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either stand up, folks, or get your rear end in gear moving around on your seat. Great song by Laura Joy, Takes a While. Paint me a picture of beauty, bliss, sunflowers and garlands, Pulaski, moonlit, the best with what you got, you think it's not perfect, but it Back it up, back it up, back it up, you're way too close Can you see the big picture when you're moving so slow? And all these actual miles Step by step it takes a while, while, yeah Step by step it takes a while Photos of babies growing in leaps and bounds Jobs, new lovers, lost and found dreams like little ducklings. Follow me around, quiet down, please. Oh, yeah. Back it up, back it up, back it up. You're way too close. Can you see the big picture when you're moving so slow?
Today's guest for Song of the Soul is Laura Joy. Website, laurajoymusic.com. Link on nordenspiritradio.org. From her recording, uh, 2015, I think it came out, Between Our Words, the song is Takes a While. Listen to the full interview with Laura Joy on northernspiritradio.org and come and learn about more talented artists like her at the Great River Folk Festival held in La Crosse, Wisconsin, the last weekend in August. After all, that is where I first heard about Laura. Next up for the Song of the Soul Sampler from end of 2017 is a local guest I had on Song of the Soul in the end of October. That is local for me. I first heard Jen Hazen as part of Jenny and the Jets at The Plus here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and I knew I wanted to have her shining presence join me on the air so I could introduce her to you. Little did I know I was becoming friends with an angelic desperado, Jen Hazen. What the people I work with and my, you know, the executive directors have always said and I wonder if it isn't a little bit of a myth, but they've always said that I always know when people are BSing. <laughs> Been there, done that. So. Been there, done that. I don't know that that's necessarily true, but that's what they like to think that people can't get things over on me. With substance use disorders, not mental health disorders, but with substance use disorders, it's not unusual to have involvement in the criminal justice system. And so with substance use disorders, many people come to Arbor Place or come into counseling with goals that maybe aren't consistent with the purpose of counseling. So to appease a wife, to appease a probation officer or parole officer, to appease the courts. And when they ask me whether or not I have done drugs, I do tell them I'm in recovery and that I've been in recovery for 27 years. What I don't tell them is that I myself have been in prison. I was in prison for four and a half years for federal conspiracy charges I have a weird family situation, other family members that have been incarcerated, and I wrote a song called Prison Runs in My Family. Do you tell guys that they're hot to know Jen? You say, you should know, first of all. Sometimes I do, and I've had with late life dating, it can be a little confusing anyway, but that situation is that it's not unusual to attract well-coiffed men with all the right stuff right? Like, you know, all the adult toys and stuff like that. And oddly, they're conservative beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of the reasons is I'm 56. And I, I like to think that I look a little younger. So I think that one of the reasons they're attracted to me is because they can feel like they have a younger looking woman on their arm, but actually not feel like they're stepping too much too far outside of their age range. That's what I used to think. So this was kind of the way I would feel. This song is kind of the way I would feel when I would be dating these guys. Is like, you know, I look one way, but my experience is totally different, and it would freak you out. <laughs> <laughs> get ready to get freaked out, folks, by, <laughs> by Jen Hazen. Here she is, Prison Runs in My Family. <laughs> now listen up, y'all. This is a true story. I swear it is.
Jen Hazen, prison runs in my family. I, you know, I identify with that a bit. You know, I, I come from a family where we've occupied both sides of the law. And <laughs> I don't find it maybe quite as off-putting as maybe these conservative people that these men who want to ask you out, do they recoil in horror or what is the reaction? I have varied responses or I've had varied responses. Number one, I want to say that it isn't as important today. I've been out of prison since 1999. So that experience is now quite a distance away. So it's not as a prevalent. But I think when we have these experiences that don't appear to jibe with what society expects or whatever, that we feel separated and apart. And I think that's how many of my patients feel when they come into the office. And that's one of the reasons they ask that question. So it was something, especially when I was trying to do the dating thing, that was kind of right out in front for me. And I thought it was important that people know I don't think it's that important today. I don't mind people knowing, but I don't think it's important. I don't think it defines me anymore. And some of the reactions I would get, the one that shocked me the most was the guy would kind of sit back when I kind of told a little bit of my my background and my story, and they would say, a guy would say, wow, I can't beat that. <laughs> I can't beat it, competition. And I would think, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You didn't beat it. <laughs> I shot 37 people. <laughs> Can you beat that? Go ahead. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. You know, it used to be one of those kind of tests. Like, can you handle this? Right? Right? Can you handle this? But now, like, it's part of my experience, but it's not. It doesn't define me anymore. I went on to talk to Jen about much more in the October 2017 interview for Song of the Soul, including her use of music in the healing work that she does with those having AODA issues. Such a wonderful mixture of talent, purpose, and fun that I'm grateful to have her in my community, which is Eau Claire, Wisconsin, the home of Northern Spirit Radio. Webley, that's northernspiritradio.org. More than 12 years of music and interviews there, and we always try to make it easy for you to find our guests and see what music they've shared, where we're broadcast, much more. Drop us a comment when you visit so we can know you, too. And then you'll notice that little Donate button where you can do your part to sustain this full-time work. First place you should donate, however, is your local community radio station, like WHYS here in Eau Claire, where this program started from before it spread across the USA. All over, there are great community radio stations getting out news and music that you won't hear anywhere else. Start by making sure that your local station has what it needs to keep up with this crucial service to your community. 
We'll get moving along now to our next sample of Song of the Soul programming from 2017. This one from Buffalo, New York. And this is some rap hip-hop music by a very talented guy, Alex Mead, also known as My Rap Name is Alex. And I asked Alex to give us a sample of his socially enlightened music. This song comes from circa 2006 and 2007 after I had visited an intentional community for younger folks. Was really, really feeling it. It was a community of people who really valued each other's talents and gifts and really radically wanted to get the best for and out of each other. I just had a completely different feeling coming out of that. I felt like prior to that experience, I had a very, very good concrete sense of what it was I was against, and I spent a whole lot of my time railing against it. And I feel that subsequent to that experience, I could now understand what it was that I was for so that I could spend time working towards what it is I did want to see in the world and In the immediate aftermath of that experience, I wrote an absolutely lengthy stream of consciousness that needed to be edited down to about a third of what I actually wrote, but that remaining third is the song All Winners. Here it is, All Winners, by Alex Mead, also known as My Rap Name is Alex. Who told you people with pimples ain't Blind girls don't have feelings Who told you you were too big to be sexy? Or that your quiet voice is not worth respect and Who says a magazine covers what you're supposed to be? Just as you are, you look beautiful to me Not too short, too fat, too black, too tall I see nothing wrong with you at all And as soon as we get your wings unfurled Your gifts are born to change the whole world To know love, I had to do this first. See the truth of the beauty of the women of the earth, the children of the earth, the men of the earth, the beauty of myself, you know, myself worth, the truth and the beauty of the people in between in the whole web of life, if you know what I mean. What if we turned off the TV and I 
touched you and you touched me and what if we just giggle for fun and run out into the sun where we all just fall into one communicate and relate demonstrate without anger flirting with danger talking to a stranger we could play game everyone could win it we could eat a meal with no animals in it go out and get our groove on and dance until the dawn and remember we're all in the morning in the morning in the morning, on and on and on and on and on and we're always fighting to be free from fear. We're always here to me that's just crystal. What's wrong to hug the trees? Or that we shouldn't just dangle in the breeze? And who says that a woman that likes sex is bad? That kind of thing, it just makes me mad. Who says a man is not a man if he's not strong? And who says that such a thing as do not belong? We wrong. So come on, come along, sing a song. It's time to recognize you've been strong all along. And as soon as we get your wings unfurled, your gifts are going to change the whole world. There are no self-made men, we're all made by our moms Gratitude to every mom and we all shine on Like the moon and the stars and the sun and the one Everything freedom brings once we all can have fun If we stand together, we overcome There's one human family no matter where you're from And now the world doesn't move to the beat of one drum But gratitude, because there are enough drums for everyone It is enough for everything when we live within our means Give your love and your touch and your rice and your beans And your smile is free, give it away, give it away It might bounce around the world and save your life someday And we're always composition of words, music, melody, creativity, all of that together mixed up in All Winners by my rap name is Alex. When you want to check out Alex Mead, go to myrapnameisalex.com, links on nordenspiritradio.org, and he's here today as my guest for Song of the Soul. Let's talk a little bit about some more of the content in that song one of the lines that caught my ear as I was going through was demonstrate without anger. 
some people will get absolutely furious at you if you <laughs> say you shouldn't be showing anger when you're demonstration. What we need is rage of the machine, you know? Yeah, um, and I might even be one of those people. Again, I, I would just say that like in the immediate aftermath of feeling those feelings, I was very intent on building what it is that we do want to see. So, I mean, demonstration might even not necessarily refer to what people think of as a traditional demo, but just sort of demonstrating how it is to live with intention. It's so good to have intentional, talented musicians like Alex, who was my Song of the Soul guest back in November last year. That's just a taste of Alex Mead's music, the full show, on the northernspiritradio.org website. A couple weeks after talking to Alex, who's in Buffalo, New York, I got Dawood Warnsby on the phone in Kitchener, Ontario, just a couple hours over the border from Alex. Besides being a very talented musician of the folk or singer-songwriter genre, Dawood is Muslim, and there's sometimes a complicated relationship between Dawood's passion for music and the Quran, and some of that complexity came out as I asked him to share a song. It took me about 12 years to write this song. I started writing it many, many years ago when I was actually out for a walk in the woods in and around my uh, hometown. had a dream one night that I was flying over those snow-covered fields. And, and in my dream, I landed and everyone gathered around and said, how were you able to fly like that? And I told them, you know, it's easy. You just have to stop trying so hard and just relax and you'll fly. So I, I wrote this song and I didn't know what to do with it. And about 12 years later, I had an experience in a mosque where I had, had been uh, there for the Friday prayer, and it was a pretty conservative community. The sermon that week happened to be about uh, music, and the person giving the sermon was very against music and its effects on people and their hearts and their minds. And as a musician who had just come off the road and had met a lot of young people who really found a great deal of connectivity and peace through music, it was very hard for me to listen to that sermon. And that was kind of the first time that I ever sort of stood up in the middle of a sermon and, and just turned and faced the opposite direction of the congregation and found myself walking out and picking up my shoes and going for a hike in the hills around Colorado. And I, and I realized on that day that sometimes the boxes that we put ourselves in, they can help us find our direction. But sometimes we need to get our heads out of those boxes as well and, and go back to the natural creation of this world that helps to recalibrate our faith and our connectivity to God. So that's kind of what the song's about for me is finding that connectivity to God through nature and through the world that's been created by God. The song is Out Seeing the Fields. It's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, Dawood Warnsby. Here is Out Seeing the Fields. Briskly rising to the sky Cold clouds rushing Hopes to never land Light Stretching out my hand Oh, 
someone else is home in bed And I'm out here lost in my own head Out seeing the fields Dawood Warnsby has a CD, Out Seeing the Fields, and that's the title track. I think you shared the authorship of that song or creation of the song with Idris Phillips. Is that right? Idris Phillips, yes. Yeah. Tell me about that collaboration and who Idris is. Well, I had the pleasure and the honor of meeting Idris probably in around 2003, 2004. He had just come to my website. He is a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and a very talented producer. In those days, he was based in Los Angeles. He had also embraced the Quran many years earlier, and he had found a lot of difficulty as well, being accepted as a professional musician within a very conservative Muslim community in, in Arizona in those days. was sort of just feeling a little isolated and found my website, kind of Google searched Muslim musicians and my name popped up and he said, I went to your website and there was a Muslim with a guitar and I just felt like I'd found my brother. And, and so after having interviewed Dawood Warnsby, I tracked down Idris Phillips, for a Song of the Soul program that I did with him in December. And I hope you'll listen to that show at northernspiritradio.org. But the last excerpt I'm going to share here today was the visit I had with Elizabeth Aaron Kemmler in the first part of December. And I'll use this to tie up this sampling of Song of the Soul programs from 2017. I got to know and really appreciate Elizabeth through the first three songs she shared, and then I asked her for another, 
and it came with the story of a life-changing direction in Elizabeth's path. Shortly after I got divorced, as I mentioned, it was a couple decades ago now, I was, I guess you could say, pretty bruised and battered, so I thought, what better remedy than a road trip? So I bought my very first cell phone, in case of emergencies, got a something called a driveway. I don't know if they do those anymore, where you drive someone's car for them while they fly to their destination. Anyway, I ended up driving all over the country, mostly by myself, and the whole while, I just had this story going on in my head, uh, kind of a fantasy where I landed in some super cool horse-drawn carriage, kind of western town with lots of rugged, brooding cowboys roaming around. And one of these cowboys, the most tender-hearted of the bunch, and I fall in love and spend our days riding the range and nights singing songs <laughs> around the campfire and... <laughs> Ah, the things we do to get by. Anyway, so that's where a cowgirl sale came from. Our hearts sing out in all different ways. And folks, the heart of Elizabeth Aaron Kemmler sings out through a cowgirl's tale. Oh, how will I know? Oh, 
through my head Ten tons of trouble I just can't forget And all this time wearing down Looking around for something better Elizabeth Aaron Kemmler has a river of change flowing through her head, and it came out of her mouth as a cowgirl's tail. It's on her CD that was released just recently, The Weight of Mortal Skin. I hope you'll check out more of my full visits with Elizabeth, Dawood, Alex, Jen, Laura, and Heidi, and all the other fine guests I've had on Song of the Soul recently. The links are all there on northernspiritradio.org. Remember to support your local community radio station, these fine artists, and to find your songs of the soul that lift you up and carry you in good directions. We've got new guests coming up next week, so tune in and treat yourself to some really great music and stories when you join us next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy That in the light it will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song